Welcome to Crunch Time Sports Podcast. My name is Jack. And I'm Cal. And I'm Lawrence. And we will focus on various sports topics that affect players, coaches, and the entirety of sports leagues. So join the conversation in the Crunch Time community. Welcome to the Crunch Time Sports Podcast. I'm your boy Sean. I'm your boy Bone. And today we're going to talk to you about uh, the NFL preseason being reduced down to two games. So we're going to talk about um, what we think about this and do we feel like this is a good thing or a bad thing for the league. And we're going to talk about how will this affect the players and coaches and also how is this going to affect uh, roster uh, trimming when it's time to cut down the rosters. So, Bone, uh, what are your thoughts? I think that um, with the with the NFL reduction, I think it's good. I really do. Um, it limits people's interactions with each other. Um, it's not that much things going on. Which was you get ass sick, and it'll be easier to process. But it, it won't be a, a, a juggernaut thing. It'll be an easy process. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, to me, it's it's some good and some bad with it. So I get a, a few pros and a few cons. Uh, pros, um, it limits the amount of injuries that can happen during the preseason because uh, sometimes a lot of uh, season-ending in, injuries can happen in the preseason game or when you're preparing for a preseason game, so man, that sucks. I hate it when that happens. Like it was a really good player, and they get hurt and they out for the season, and I was like, "Wow, you didn't even step foot on a football field for a regular season game." So that sucks. So hopefully, a limits on that. Oh, um, and I feel like the ratings, the ratings won't go down. It'll like remain the same because we as fans, we didn't really. Too much care about preseason like preseason like that anyway. So I'm glad that they uh, trimmed it down to two games. I feel like four games it was too much because after that third game, or maybe after the second game, I was like, I'm just I'm I'm done. I'm ready for the regular season. So I think that's good. Uh, and also uh, doing these preseason games, um, the coaches they don't show their full hand. They'll show you their full playbook. So I feel like you can even dumb it down a little bit even more. It won't be so like, you won't show your whole hand doing these preseason games. It'll be even more vanilla play calling. So I feel like that's good. I think um, I think with, with them doing only two games, they can like invent plays type shit. And they can, they can try out a new play that they may have wanted to try out, but didn't have the right time frame to do it. So this allows them to throw something out that you see what see, see what happened. And if it works, it works. That's it. Yeah, I agree. They could experiment a little bit more with some of these plays. Um, since it's preseason, I mean, it doesn't count anyway. So it's basically just a evaluation of period of the whole team as a whole and as evaluation of uh, some of these younger players. So uh, let me uh, get into my cons. Uh, con, uh, it's, it's a small sample size. 
to evaluate the players. Like the bottom of the roster players and the rookies coming in, I feel like it does really help their case on them making the roster because preseason, that's the chance for them to showcase their skills. So I feel like that's going to hinder them a little bit. Um, it may be easier on the coaches, but it's not good on the players. Um, another con, uh, teams that have new coaching staffs or new schemes that they're trying to implement, they're going to have less time to, like me and Bob was saying, implement, uh, experiment with some new plays. They're going to have less time to do that. Uh, or if they're going to make like minor adjustments, uh, minor t- tweaks to their current schemes, I feel like that's going to hurt them a little bit because they ain't going to really have time to make those adjustments. So I feel like that that, that sucks on that part. Um, and like I said earlier, it will be hard for them to trim the roster down to uh, 53. Uh, 53 men, uh, it will be hard to trim the roster down. Now, I know uh, training camp is supposed to be started at the end of the month, so, and they were talking about um, trimming down the training camp rosters. Uh, each team has a 90-man roster going into training camp, and they're going to go ahead and they think about trimming it down to 75. So if they do that, then it won't be so hard for the coaches to go down from um, 75 to 53. Like that's... I mean, there's still a lot of players you got to cut, but it'll, it'll be less difficult. That's true. And then another uh, another con I have, like I said, these bottom of the roster players or rookies, they have very little margin of error. Like if they just slip up in any one of these games or both of these games or how many times they slip up in each game, that hurts their case on making a roster. So I feel like that sucks because they ain't really have a chance to uh, redeem themselves. And then my last con is um, the expectations. They're set higher for these rookies and undrafted uh, free agents. Like the pressure's going to be on them to actually go out there and compete and showcase their skills. So they just got to keep it in the back of their mind that, oh, this is not a normal preseason game. Um, I'm I'm literally fighting for my job in these games. So those are some pros and cons that I have about it. do you have any pros or cons, Bo? No. Uh, no, my pros and cons are basically the same as yours. Um, it's not too much different that, that can be said about it. Like you, like, like, like you just said, everyone's kind of fighting for, for their job at this point. So it's kind of a take or leave it or or come out the blocks and explode. Have a great two games or don't have no great two games and, you know, be sad about it. Yeah, man, I just hate it. It's, it's so unfortunate for the rookies and the and the, um, the rookies and undrafted rookies. Like, it, the veterans, they should be fine because they, they, they have done this before. They've been through the process before. But the rookies and the undrafted rookies, like, I feel like that's going to hurt them. It is, but it's also going to be like, well, you know, due to circumstances out of their control, there's not too much you can do about it. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Oh, uh, let's see what else. I'm glad. I'm really glad that they're reducing the game, not just because of COVID, 
But like I said, in general, like we as fans, we don't really pay attention to preseason like that. Maybe just the first couple of games and that's it. We'll be ready for the season to start. Um, but hopefully, let's see how this goes this year. Uh, let's see if they're going to continue to move forward with this or once if we finally go back to normal, once COVID is over with, let's see. Next year, is they going to have a full preseason or they're going to have just the two games? Um, I'm hoping that they keep just the two games, just me, honestly, because I'm just ready for the season to start, just like you guys. I'm just anxious, and I'm just ready for some real football out there to be played. Uh, so do you want? Do you have anything else you want to mention? Like, I, I, I get my thoughts about, like, how – It'll affect the players and coaches. Do you think it's anything else like? Um, I think it'll make it. It gives them less time to gel. You feel me? Like the um the like you said, the players have less mistakes. I mean, they can make less mistakes. The rookies can, and they're not able to implement as many plays as they may want to do. They want to try. Um. It's also a very less margin for error. It's like you got to come out and be damn near perfect just to succeed versus when previously it was you could kind of mess up the first game, but you could still have some redemption. You don't really have that with this. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, yeah, chemistry and making sure you have good chemistry. Uh, work, working on your chemistry during these preseason games at training camp. Like, that's crucial. Uh, I know far as on the Cowboys th- side of things, um, the only change you really have on offense is C.D. Lamb. And then, of course, we have Mike McCarthy as a new head coach. But he's pretty much said he's going to keep the scheme the same. He's just going to make a little few minor adjustments here and there. Or if he has to, like, ever – uh, take away the play calling duties from uh, Kellen Moore, and I'm pretty sure he's going to do that if it comes to a point like that sometime during the season. I hope not because I like what I saw from Kellen Moore last year, um, and I felt like Jason Gary, he intervened at the wrong time where he should have intervened at all, and maybe we'll be singing a different uh, tune. The Cowboys made it to the playoffs and had a little bit of success in the playoffs. But uh, that's neither here or there. Um, I know on the defensive side of the ball, I know we have a lot of new faces on the defensive side of the ball, rookies and veterans, uh, free agent pickups. So it's going to be a little bit more difficult for us on the defensive side of, of the ball. Um, hopefully everybody can learn, learn and uh, get up to speed on the new scheme, on, on uh, whatever Mike Nolan wants to do. I uh, know he wants to mix it up with coverages and different blitzes and different fronts. So let's see how that's going to go. Um, but how how do you feel like uh, it affect like affect the roster, bro? Like, do you feel like some um, some players they may miss the opportunity or they shot on making the roster just because there'll be less games to uh, play in? I do, man. I think I think those players that work hard, at hard or harder than need be, 
they will probably miss your shot. You know what I mean? Because it's a short season, because they're not giving as much opportunity as they need to be presented. So it makes you feel like I'm doing this for nothing, more or less. You feel me? Like, yeah, I got drafted or whatever, but they're not allowing me to showcase my talent. So it makes it kind of hard. But I hope everyone that's gotten, that's gotten drafted or that ain't a free agent gets their particular spot on the roster. And if not, at least on the practice squad where they can take somebody else's spot that's not doing well. That's about it. Yeah, man. Um, there's a few rookies on 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 the Cowboys. That I'm concerned about. I mean, not concerned about them making the team, but them learning the um, the scheme on the defense side of the ball. I'm worried about that. Uh, we have Trayvon Diggs. Uh, we have uh, Neville Gallimore. We have uh, Bradley Anai. Those guys, um, I hope they can learn quickly and learn fast and able to grasp everything within the scheme. And hopefully, they can do the best that they can in the, in these two games to uh, showcase their skills. Now, I'm not questioning them their roster status. I know they're gonna make the roster, but I'm just saying, like, to see where they fit on the team. Uh, I'm concern- more concerned about that. Uh, you know, on the office of the ball, I'm concerned with uh, C.D. Lamb learning the route tree and what Mike McCarthy wants him to do and what uh, Kellen Moore wants him to do. And we also have a new special teams coach. So, like I said, those bottom-of-the-guy rosters, mostly those guys are your special teams players. So just trying to reconfigure a whole special teams unit that's going to be a a little bit difficult because we got a lot of new faces on this side of the ball and a new coach. So I uh, hopefully I'm I'm hope, hoping that and hoping and praying that they will sort that out and they're able to uh, gain chem- chemistry and I hope the coaches pick the right players to um, be a part of the team. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, we we. Right now, we don't have a punt returner, so we want to see. Got to see who's going to punt, uh, punt return for us. Uh, Tony Pollard, he returned kicks last year. Now, I know some people want some return punts, but those are two different things. Um, so, I'm pretty sure it's not really hard to teach someone to be a punt returner, but like I said, with COVID going on, you never know how the training camp going to go. And we're going to go out two preseason, two preseason games, so we don't know how that's going to go. So I'll, I would like for to at least somebody to know what they're doing, if you even if they've been like a punt returner in college or had experience at being a punt returner. Uh, I know we saw little glimpses of it last year. Uh, Cedric Wilson, he was a punt returner. Uh, he did punt returning for a little bit. Uh, and we don't have Taylor Austin anymore. He's a free agent. Uh, uh, he would have been a nice option as a punt returner, but it feels like Dallas doesn't want to bring him back. Uh, C.D. Lamb, he has a punt return uh, experience in college, but I wouldn't want to put him out, out there. Don't want to uh, risk him getting hurt. 
I know you guys want to see it happen, but I don't think you're going to. You may see it in, in spurts. They may rotate retirement, but he's not going to be a full-time retirement. I don't think so. I don't think it would be the smart thing to do. Uh, Bone, so I, I touched on my team, man. How do you feel about your team going into um, these preseason games? Um, I'm kind of nervous. I mean, I know we have Brandon Ayinka. Um, I hope he does well. I know we lost Debo Samuel this past offseason. Yeah, that's going to hurt. Foot. That's going to hurt. He's going to miss, um, like, I think they said, the first half of the season. It was horrible. Um, but I think I think we'll do well. Um, oh, uh, Jamal Kimball should definitely be able to uh, – should be a plug-and-play player. So he should be able to come in right the bat and do well. You feel what I think Joy, Joy Bosa should be able – no, I'm sorry, not Joy. Nick Bosa. Yeah, yeah, Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa should be able to come in and teach him a little bit, get him in there. You also got Ed Armstead to, you know, guide him a little bit. You know, we got we just gotta get back to where we to where we were before. You know, I know we lost Evo Samuels, but we're gonna be straight. And um we need another quarterback. And I feel like Ricky Sherman is kinda of old. Yeah, he's definitely he's a veteran, he's definitely he's, getting up there. He's getting up there. You feel me? So we definitely need that to be taken care of and fast. But Southland I think we'll be good. Yeah, oh, man, the loss of D-Bell Samuel, this got hurt y'all pretty bad, bro. Um, I know y'all mostly known for y'all running game, but when it's time to go out there and pass it, bro, the only person I'm scared of is George Kittle, so who do you think will step up in uh, D-Bell Samuel's absence? And don't forget, y'all don't have Emmanuel Sanders anymore either. He's going to the Saints. Uh, I mean, he's with the Saints. Uh, who's going to step up? Brandon's gonna have to step up. Brandon's gonna have to step up, and um, Brandon and um, who else is it? Brandon's gonna have to step up, and uh, Jalen Hurd. Thank you, Jalen Hurd. Definitely have to step up too. Yeah, I'm excited to see Jalen Hurd. Once those two players, you know, get acclimated and come out the gate, you know, it's gonna be good to go. And yeah, Jimmy G, you got to step up too, bro. You got to be able to yeah, Jimmy, you gotta, you gotta do what you do. <laughs> You got the um this is this is when um you call your quarterback to elevate the players around him. If you lose like a star player or two, it's uh it's uh you, you gotta be able to elevate your players. So let's see if Jimmy G can can do that. Um I think Jimmy G would definitely be able to uh <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy G will be able to step up and and provide and do what he needs to do. You know what you got to do. All right, so, uh, uh, oh, you said cornerback. So, I think the top cornerback left on the market is uh, Logan Ryan. So, do you feel like the Niners should uh, take a crack at him, bring him in for, well, not bring him in for a visit, but you think they should call him and talk to him? Who's that player was, bro? Uh, Logan Ryan. Logan Ryan. I think so. I think we just need somebody to come in and play. 
I know we ain't got no point in the play putting that out there out right now, but out there right now, but if he can come in and run his team, yeah, we'll take him. Alright man, so I don't know, you probably haven't heard about it, but I have. Uh, when Debo Samuel went down with his injury, a couple of 49ers players that were um, vouching for the team to take a look at um, Des Bryant. So how would you feel about that? Whoa. Des? Uh, yes? Is he even still in play uh yeah man yeah he's in good shape. I've, yeah, I've been seeing his workout videos. I follow him on Instagram. Oh, I mean shit, if he can come in and run the system, then yeah, well, take his old ass, play and play, play and play. Now you can learn, play and play, fam. Yeah man, like he he's he's waiting for opportunity out there. I'm surprised when I hasn't called him up yet. Uh, he seems like he's in good shape. Uh, I know that Achilles injury is tough to come come uh, come back from, but uh, yeah, I think I definitely think y'all should give him a look. Um, y'all need a veteran wide receiver now with the loss of uh, Emmanuel Sanders, and so I feel like with him coming in, and it seems like he's changed his his perspective on things in life, and it seems like he has grown up a little bit since he's a. Uh, been out of football for a minute, so I feel like if he's ever be going there and going to that locker room, I feel like he'd be a good voice for that locker room. Or uh, how would you feel about uh, Antonio Brown? Man, AB, uh, I think we would want him. I mean, as great of a player as he is, he's kind of a distraction. I feel like he's still got some things he needs to work on. And I feel like I would rather have Dez than A.B. And the reason why is because Dez seems a lot more focused. Whereas A.B. is kind of like, I really don't care. I mean, I care, but like, it's not that big of a deal. You feel me? Yeah, I, I got you, bro. Yeah, man, so... Man, if y'all would be around Debo <laughs> when uh, it comes time for us to, when we have to play you guys. Uh, hold on just a moment while I look at our schedule real quick. <clears throat> yeah, we play y'all on week 15. Oh, he'd probably be back by then. Oh, man, that sucks. We play our week 15, December uh, 20th. That's a Sunday night football game here in Jerry World. That's going to be a good game. Uh, man, that's, that's going to be a good one. Uh, is there any other concerns that you have with your team, bro? All the time I got is who's going back to that bowl. That's it. 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 Oh man, you keep going, you keep talking about this bowl, this bowl, but I'll, and I'm sorry I don't see it happening, bro. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> when have y'all last been? What is it, 19, 19, what is it, 96? Yeah, we, 96? 95, bro. Okay, 95, my bad, it's even worse. How long has that been? <laughs> How long has that been, Like 25 years. Ooh, hot damn. <laughs> 25 years? Yes. So basically, uh, 
We've been more y'all had, right? More recently, right? Yeah. We went and played the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, yeah. 2011 in New Orleans. Yeah, back when y'all had a And they keep us out that game. Yeah. And we played last season? Yeah, last season. So, uh, I'm just saying, I mean, <laughs> Dallas, y'all still living in the Hey, hey. We won back in the 90s. That's the last time we've seen this. <laughs> we know. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, it's fun. It's fun when I talk to the dude about we have our little Cowboys and Niners talks. Uh, well, I don't think I have any concerns with my Cowboys. Um, I just hope that they really are trying to make changes and it's not just all talk because I know over the years, and a lot of us, us Cowboys fans, we can uh, we are witnesses to this. They'll do all this talking, and then when the season starts, they continue to do the same old thing over and over again. But hopefully, let's just see. It changes. We have a new coaching staff. Let's just see how it's going to go. I'm excited. Uh, hopefully, we have a season. Hopefully, everything starts on time, training camp, preseason, and uh, – yeah, it's going to be a exciting season for sure. Uh, I think that's pretty much it, Bone. you have anything else, bro? Nah, no, I ain't got nothing else, but follow up. Make sure you follow us on our social medias. Yes, please follow us on Twitter, on IG. Follow us on Twitter at Crunch underscore podcast. And follow us on IG at Crunch underscore time 20 on IG. I've uh, been doing a lot of posts on IG. I've been giving you guys uh, chances to ask us questions. Uh, I've been doing a little fun fact Fridays. If you listen to the podcast, I'll create a qu- create another question based off of that podcast, based off of that episode during the week. Um, if you have any ideas, any topics, any suggestions, or just want to chat with us, hit us up on the DM on the IG or Twitter. Um, I'm gonna throw out a little teaser out there. Um, have something brewing uh, soon. Um, I'm gonna do a live, uh, a live on the Facebook. So make sure you follow us and like us on Facebook at Crunch Time. And uh, you guys be safe and uh, have a blessed day. <laughs>